Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Camps Bay Guy podcast. This is your go-to podcast for everything property related in Cape Town. In this podcast, I'm going to delve into interior design, Airbnb, the different properties in different areas of Cape Town, property values, where I see the market going, anything you can think of that relates to property in this beautiful city um, and just expand on it and shine the light on it. So I can't wait to get into this journey with you. I hope you enjoy this first episode. So let's dive into a little bit about me and my story so we can get to know each other a little bit better. So I grew up in a little town called Hilton in the Midlands in KZN. I schooled at a very small school. I used to actually walk to school um, for junior school called Ladsworth Primary School. And that was such a great foundation for me um, because it was a smaller environment and I really got to try everything out. And I feel like that played such a big role in my development as a child. I then worked really hard at swimming um, and sports and I earned myself a scholarship to Hilton College, um, which was my dream high school to attend, um, one of the best schools in the country. And at Hilton, I really got everything I needed. Um, it was a full boarding school. I made some really amazing friends and I really excelled on the sports field, um, specifically in swimming and water polo. And I really enjoyed my rugby as well. Um, and that played a very big role in the person that I, in, in me becoming the person that I am today. Um, I feel like Hilton really shaped me and the teachers that I had there, there were some very influential teachers in my life. For example, my water polo coach, Mr. Randall, um, where we used to train 5 a.m. in the morning throughout winter. And that really helped me develop a work ethic and the work ethic that I have now. Um, so a big shout out to Mr. Randall and Mr. Tony Shuttleworth, who really also helped me become what I am today and, and really instilled a, a work ethic in me that I have today. Um, after Hilton College, I then decided to take a gap year. I went to the United States and I lived in uh, Wisconsin for eight months. I worked as a, a lifeguard in a water park. And there I really, uh, I learned about what, what life really is and adult, got a, got a taste of adult life and what it means to support yourself, have responsibilities, pay rent, things like that. And that really um, played a big role in me, you know, understanding what it means to work hard and, and the lifestyle I want for myself because I really enjoyed the United States. I got to travel around. I went to New York, Chicago, just to name a few places, Los Angeles. And the travel really, travel changes you and it really helps you, it, it, de it develops you as a person, you learn from other cultures and you meet new people. Um, so that really played a big role in my development as well, in, uh, traveling around and, you know, meeting new people and, and actually having to make a plan when things didn't go your way. So yeah, I really enjoyed my gap year and I also ended off my gap year with a three month stint in London, uh, selling butterfly jewelry. Um, which was quite an interesting experience in the Camden markets. And that as well also uh, played a big role in, in who I am today. I met uh, some, my boss was an amazing guy, Torn Richards. Um, and he taught me a lot about business and a lot about um, selling. Yeah, so he gave me a lot of sales skills. So I'm probably using a few of those sales skills today. Um, from there, I then studied at Rhodes University for four years. Rhodes University really played a big role in, in my development. 
studying my Bachelor of Journalism degree. It really helped me gain the skills that I have now, not only networking and finding contacts in journalism, but also the digital marketing skills that I learned at Rhodes University. And at Rhodes University, I also played rugby on the, on the, I was on the, I was the first team rugby captain for two years. And that really helped me learn a lot of leadership skills that I have to use now when dealing with people on my team and in the, in the office. So um, that really played a big role in my development into, you know, gaining discipline, obviously the training with rugby and studying journalism and learning about different ways to do marketing and things like that. But anyway, from Rhodes, I then moved with my lovely girlfriend to Cape Town and I started working in marketing. This podcast is also sponsored by Home Loan Junction. Home Loan Junction can get you finance on any of your property deals, even if you are a foreigner. And they really work in such a quick and timeliest manner. From the first moment I met Erica Fenter from Home Loan Junction, I knew that they were the people I wanted to take care of my clients just because of the professionalism and the way that they just stay in contact. So if you're looking to finance your next property purchase, please get in touch with them. Their details are below. And yeah, they're, they're a great service provider. Thank you, Home Loan Junction. I did social media for some of the biggest hotels in the country and really enjoyed doing that but unfortunately it was at the same time as the COVID-19 pandemic and so I think two months into my contract um, COVID came around and really yeah everyone cut their marketing budgets so my job kind of diminished into kind of nothing because nobody was putting any money into marketing during COVID because they had to survive especially in the tourism industry where people couldn't travel and move around so I then had to make another plan moved back home for a bit, did a bit of thinking. And then when I came back to Cape Town, I then went into marketing for the real estate industry and started my own little marketing business. I started doing the marketing for Tyson Properties and Nick at Tyson Properties played a major role in my development as well, just seeing what it takes to run such a successful organization and the systems they had in place at Tyson Properties. Um, and being able to do the marketing for, for Tyson Properties, having, you know, they list some of the biggest listings in Cape Town. And during that time, I, had, I was doing a lot of thinking and seeing these young agents listing these big, I think one of the properties was 120 million rand. Uh, it just really inspired me. Um, and I did a lot of thinking. At the same time, my mother had just moved from KZN to Cape Town to manage the Atlantic Seaboard office for Harcourt's real estate. Um, and so I got chatting to her. We had a long conversation over a glass of wine where she basically said, you know, why, why are you doing all this marketing for these agents? Why don't you do the marketing for yourself? And, you know, you'll make more money because the commissions obviously, I mean, commission on some of these big sales is 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 massive so i did a bit of thinking a week later after that glass of wine i decided i'm going to ask for a raise um, i asked for a raise and obviously you know when you're running a business you can't really give people more sometimes than they want i'd only been there for probably six months so it probably wasn't on me to to get a raise but i obviously wanted more um, but um, after that i then decided you know it's time for me to, to make my own way, you know, instead of relying on a salary and someone else 
um, to take you somewhere, why not just take yourself somewhere? So I decided I'm going to go into real estate and I'm going to do it all myself um, and the marketing and everything. So I decided I'll use my social media skills to become this big agent on the Atlantic seaboard. Obviously, you know, it didn't plan out the way I thought it would. Um, I, I, I joined in March 2021. I think we did our first sale in August 2021. So it took about six months to do the first sale. It was a lot of hard work and it wasn't what I expected. I think what a lot of people expect when they come into the real estate industry is that they're just going to join, the phone's going to start ringing and sales are going to start happening. That is not what it really is. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of cold calling. There's a lot of people telling you to go away and F off and things like that. Um, and you've really got to just, you've got to have a thick skin and you've got to really put in the hours and put in the time and learn from that, learn from your mistakes. Um, so yeah, you really have to develop some, some key skills to become a successful real estate agent, especially on the Atlantic seaboard, which is probably the most competitive real estate market in South Africa for real estate agents. So, um, yeah, fast forward, it's been probably about two and a half years after that first sale, got the ball rolling and I've probably done over a hundred million in sales over the last two and a half years learned a lot, done some big deals, the biggest probably being the one I've recently done, 22 million in Mooley Point, full asking price, um, one of the highest sales in the last five years um, in the area. So it's really built up to to doing some big numbers. Um, probably the biggest turn full circle moment for me was selling a property in Greenpoint, a penthouse, the highest penthouse in Greenpoint, uh, for 15 million rand and doing it all through social media where the seller had reached out to me on social media, sent me a DM to come and list the property and the buyer had also messaged me through uh, Instagram. So that was a full circle moment where, because when I joined, I tried to lean on the social media and it didn't really work, but I kept on developing that brand, eventually going from, I think, 1,800 followers when I joined to... Uh, almost 6,000 followers now. So that definitely paid off for me. And it's now helping building that Camps Bay Guy brand. Obviously, this podcast now being a part of that brand has been something that I've been trying to develop for a long time. And get doing that sale all through social media was a big moment for me in my career and seeing what social media and the power of social media and online marketing can do. Um, so enough about me. Let's let's get into this uh, into this episode. So, what's going on in the market right now? In 2020, there were well, Cape Town as a whole, there were 11,314 sales. The average asking price was 2.85 million. The average selling price was 1575 million. Um, in 2022. Um, it was the best year just below 2016 for sales with almost 20,000 sales around the area um, with an average asking price of 2.8 million and an average selling price of 1.75 million. Um, so it shows the gap between the closing and the ask and the ask the, the price that's eventually paid for a property and the asking price is quite big. Um, that's quite a big trend in the area, obviously. We've got a lot of lovely properties and the sellers always want top dollar. So 
that's that's a trend we're seeing and and you've got to price counsel your clients but we always have a saying you know price it right it sells overnight price it wrong and it stays too long so this this is definitely proof of that this podcast is sponsored by vanzel kruger attorneys i've been working with vanzel kruger attorneys since i first started two and a half years ago in the real estate industry and they are they're just amazing they they take my calls whenever whatever time on the weekends late at night when i have a deal i'm trying to get over the line and i can't answer a question for a client they will help me with all the technical legal stuff and Eberhard Kruger has been my number one supporter since since day one. So a big shout out to Vanzel Kruger Attorneys. If you are looking for a transferring attorney to help you sell your property and get your deal over the line, they are definitely your go-to attorneys. Thank you so much, Vanzel Kruger Attorneys, for sponsoring this podcast. So in 2023 so far, there's been 15,000 516 sales all these stats are according to property 24 the average asking price is sitting at 2.695 million and the average selling price is now at 1.85 million so it's gone up by about a hundred thousand since 2022 anyway let me give you my take on what the market's doing right now i'm definitely seeing there's a lot of activity in the market obviously having done some big sales in the last six months um yeah, I think things obviously with interest rates and things like that, it's definitely slowed down. You can see those numbers have really slowed down. There were almost 20,000 sales recorded in 2022. 2023, we're on about, we're just over 15, well, 15 and a half thousand sales. So things have definitely so slowed down. And I think the, bi the biggest thing that slowed that down is the interest rates going up. Obviously, we don't see that a lot on the in the luxury markets camp spare and things like that because a lot of our sales are actually cash sales but yes the the interest rate does affect everybody and when that interest rate goes up it puts a lot of pressure on buyers um, they're probably waiting for you know the interest rates to come down before they can then make offers and they'll probably lock in a low interest rate for for a longer period of time just to protect themselves in case the economy takes a bit of a hit again um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've seen things, things definitely the luxury market has, has slowed quite a bit in the last two months. Um, and then the areas that I feel are really developing at the moment, I think city center, there's, there's a lot going on in the city center. We've had the Harbor arch has just gone up. Um, you've got some big blocks like the Rubik that have gone up and then in C points, the big one that's just gone up is station house. And I think, yeah, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of development in the next five years for Cape Town or 10 years because of the semigration and a lot of foreigners actually coming into Cape Town and calling Cape Town home. Just because of what's happening in Europe, the European economy isn't doing great as well. Um, and the cost of living is only going up there as well. So if you've got euros and you can earn in euros and live here, it just makes sense because Cape Town, it, it, the lifestyle, you're not going to get a better lifestyle. It's relatively safe. And, you know, you've got top restaurants as well. Restaurants that probably should have Michelin stars. Some of the big uh, new developments that are coming up are in Hart Bay. We've got the Beach House coming up. And then Sea Point, you've got the Ciro. And there's some very lovely luxury boutique developments coming out, up now, like the Chepstow and Greenpoint. Um, you're going to pay about five and a half million for a one-bedroom apartment there. So... 
if you're looking for a very luxury high-end unit, that's probably a development that you should look at. Okay, so now it's time for a segment I'm really excited about. It's called Ask the Agent. Every week, I'll be putting up a story on my Instagram where you can ask me and my guest all the burning questions you have about um, real estate in Cape Town or about us. So time for the Q&A. What keeps you going as an agent during these tough times? Well, what keeps me going is obviously the burning desire to inspire people around me and do something big. I've, I've got big plans to really, I want to break records and I want to be the top. So that is definitely what pushes me. And also, I just love to inspire young people. I love seeing young people do big things. And when I do something on my, when I post a video on my Instagram or I sell a property and some young guy sends me a message and says, yo, how did you do this? I really... I love to give that advice. So what keeps me going is obviously that. And also what keeps me going is if you, even in these tough times, if you look at um, sales, if you look at the transactions for the last month, you're definitely going to see that there will, maybe maybe it'll be one or two, but definitely there's never, there's never been a month where a property hasn't sold on the Atlantic seaboard or in Cape Town. So there's definitely sales that are still going to be going, even if it's tough times, you just have to make sure you're the agent that's the one on the end of those sales. So that's what keeps me going. And you've just got to fight much harder because, you know, after all these tough times where it'll weed out all the people that aren't willing to do the work and aren't willing to graft during the tough times, all those people are probably going to leave the industry. So it leaves the gate open for you when the good times come. And that's what I keep to, that's what I like to remember. Remember to manage your cash flow and things like that. Is That's very important during the tough times. You need to make sure you forecast six months in advance um, for your expenses and things like that so that you aren't going to run into tough times and have to leave the industry and go and do another job that you don't want to do when you really love real estate. So that that is important. This podcast is also sponsored by M2Bio. M2Bio are a startup that are innovating in the biotech space. They're working with CBD, psilocybin, hemp, and they are creating some amazing products. You should definitely check them out. We have got their Medspresso coffee pods here, which I have been using for a while. And I really love them because I drink a lot of coffee, but having the CBD in the coffee just takes the edge off of the coffee and you don't get that anxiety that you usually get when you drink a lot of coffee. So big shout out to them. And thanks so much to Jeff for, for being involved in this. He's been a big mentor to me in my business and helping me come up with the Camps Bay Guy brand. So thank you so much, Jeff. And thank you, M2Bio, for sponsoring the podcast. Where do you find clients mostly? I do a lot of cold calling. I'm not going to lie and say that social media is where I get all my clients. It is not cold calling and Property24 definitely own the market. We get about 95% of our buyer leads through Property24. Um, our seller leads and our listings is cold calling and we've created a database now of almost 1,700 people that are on our database, property owners on the Atlantic Seaboard, Camps Bay, Greenpoint, Seapoint, places like that. So... That is where we, we get our clients and it's just every day I try and do an hour to three hours of cold calling a day just to generate and build up my database, create relationships and network. Um, so that is where I'm getting my clients 
um, just pick up the phone and make some calls. That's basically that's basically how you're going to build your 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 database. And it's not going to happen overnight. As I said previously, it took me six months to do my first sale. So you've got to be patient and you've got to manage your cash flow. Okay, female age 19, been in real estate for a year. But how do you approach your first property being young? Are you talking about I hope I think you're talking about your first listing? Um, so if it's your first listing, just put everything you have into it. Remember you knew in the industry, if you've only got one listing, tell that seller, you know, you, you knew you don't have any other listings and this is how you're going to put everything into this listing. So put absolutely everything into the listing, draw up a marketing plan, you know, what social media posts you're going to do. Are you going to cold call around the property to see if anybody that lives in the area is also interested or knows anybody that wants to move into the area so you can generate buyer leads um, boost it on property 24 put extra money in if you can do a social media paid at campaign do a show day there every weekend or twice a week really put your everything into it because now is when you have time trust me when you've got 30 listings and you're running around like a headless chicken you're not going to have time to put everything into this listing and if you put everything into this listing and do everything you can to sell this property, that seller is going to refer you to five of their friends. And those, and if you do a good job for five of those friends, they're going to refer you to five of their friends. And it's just exponentially going to create business for you. So think about putting all your time into it. That seller will then hopefully refer you to someone else. And you've got a massive business at the end of the year. So just think, of, think about it like that. Um, with current market fluctuations, I'm unsure about when to sell or buy. How can I make an informed decision in a volatile market? Um, I think this question is very, it's dependent on you as a person in your situation. Do you need to sell because you're in financial difficulty or you need the money to put the money into something else? Remember, real estate is a long game. You've got to play the long game. If you bought two years ago and you want to sell now, I doubt you're going to get a massive return. So if you're selling it to make money, you definitely need to be in for the long game. Also, if you're looking at maybe if there's something going in the, on in the area that you don't like, maybe you want to get out of that area before um, it gets bad and you think prices are going to go down, then obviously you're going to protect that investment. So um, it's, it's, it's very difficult to know, but I would also look at demand in the area as soon as demand goes up in an area then your prices go up because your stock your stock levels go down so prices will go up so look at the demand in the area and look at the stock in the area um, if you'd love to chat to me further about this i can definitely it's always good to ask your local agent to come and do a current market assessment and see what the latest sales are in the area of property similar to yours and then you can make an informed decision from there that's always the best way to move Thanks so much, guys, for being a part of this first episode of the Camps Bay Guy podcast. And I hope you join me for this journey where we'll be releasing weekly episodes. And we have topics ranging from buying to Airbnb, to understanding your first mortgage, to interior design, um, and to how to optimize and feng shui your home for open houses. Um, we've got you covered for all of those topics. So don't forget to join us um, and like, subscribe, share it with your friends, check out the description. If you want to gain any more insight, send me a message if you need, if you want me to put anything else into the podcast. I love your feedback. Um, so thank you again. And again, thank you so much to our sponsors, VZK, 
Home Loan Junction and M2 Bio, M2 Bio for sponsoring the pod. Really excited for this. And yeah, thanks for joining me on this journey. Cheers.